and welcome to the Beginner's Handbook. I'm Jordan. I'm Jamie. And in this episode, we're really just talking about, well, it's going to be New Year's very shortly, and why they're doing this right before New Year's or New Year's, we've not actually planned it yet, mm. but it'll be around New Year's, if not on the day. Um, yeah, that's been now two years, well, maybe not two years on the date, but this is the second year we're going into now that we've been doing the podcast, so can I believe it? It's that many, it's been a long time, maybe about mm-hmm. a year and a half since we actually maybe started. Yeah, so it's it's going to be roughly that sort of time period, give or take, and we kind of started towards the end of would that be twenty twenty two? Yeah, it was something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a, a well. shock, a, sh- <laughs> a shocking failure to do a bit of maths there. Wait a minute, subtract one from the current year. What does that make it? And uh, anyway, that em- embarrassing bit aside, yeah. So it's kind of halfway through towards the end of 2022 and we've we still managed to make it to this point and nobody's nobody's cried yet yeah not yet there's still time there's still another six months before we hit the actual two year mark um so yeah i mean really last year we did a year in review um but i mean we probably the format's been changing up and to be honest it's almost a wee bit of a retrospective but we're going to be talking about some of the games that we've been playing maybe the, some mm. of the favourites we've had and I'd like to, there's a few things I would like to do in the coming years so maybe talk about that too and maybe it, if nothing else it might put your attention onto something that might be quite good for your group maybe a game you didn't think you would try mm-hmm. um, it's worth just hearing about it uh, most games I try are through people that play different games than me um, and I've got to play a lot of really awesome stuff because of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll tie it off with a, a little... So I've got some new games, resolutions that I would like to make for next year. People, uh, We'll go into that later. But anyway, uh, so that's, yeah, that'll be the cover, or the main topics covered in this episode. And what we usually do is we ask yourselves who are listening and or watching uh, what, you know, a question or something. And this time we're going to be asking you, what is it you've been doing this year? What have you been running as a GM? What have you been playing as a player? Uh, and what would you like to do maybe in the coming year? We'd love to hear some of the ideas that people might have. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I was asked to go to a Vampire the Masquerade LARP, which is not actually my thing. But you never know. Maybe I'll give it a go and just see what the, the whole stick's about because the guy was very passionate about it. Um, so that'll be maybe one of the things I do next year. So curious about what you guys will do. What will you be doing? No, it's not. Yeah, what will you be doing? That your next year game wise what would you like to do oh, what would I like to do next year game wise um, try to find a, a path through all the different ideas that are out there I think um, which is maybe a, a slight joke there but yeah I mean there's different things we've talked about doing uh, next year I would actually like to run some more stuff since I've not really done that Um or done much of that um so like to go into that not really sure what with um i've got something stacked waiting there which is my own little idea for a cthulhu adventure um which has been sitting there for a while and not get around to doing it so i'll tick that off the list and something else but i don't know what something else will be and if you'd never worked it out, Pathfinder. Pathfinder's been on the cards for a while and it's still not happened. What's that all about? I don't know, my Astro group. <laughs> that's, that's not me. Um, yes, yeah, so that's something I would like to do as well because it's something I've been, I've ran it for others a few times as well. We've not finished it because we, we never intended to run through the whole thing in one sitting or anything. 
with the other guys was just to see if they liked the system, I think, mostly. Because we, we tried it first. Just I wanted to make sure that we were all right with the rules and it wasn't too much because mm-hmm. it's more complicated than D&D 5e. So I was a bit like, I could convert stuff, like monster stats if I needed to. So mm-hmm. it was more just to explore that. Um, I'd seen a meme about something to do with no coming back to games for months at a time. That was perfect. I, f- I forgot to save it and literally I was kicking myself because I wanted mm-hmm. to send it to you. Um, but yeah, so yeah, well, in terms of what we ha- actually have played this year, we've actually had a decent variety of games. I mean, we've been talking to, to one of the group, that, mm-hmm. the mutual group that Jamie and I share. Uh, we've been, or at least I've been encouraging the idea of like switching between games, maybe not like every week because it maybe gets too much switching, but yeah. certainly yeah. doing a handful of games three to six weeks. I would, it's probably my sweet spot of like that's enough. Six weeks of one game is probably enough for me because I've got other things I might need to miss a game for or whatever, mm-hmm. and it just means I'm not breaking up somebody's nice narrative. Yeah. But we, we've not really been doing that yet, but we've had periods of trying different stuff. Maybe we wanted to retire our big dwarf game for a bit and tried new things. We've actually been able to do that. Um, and we've, we've done actually a couple of really cool mm-hmm. games. I think we were, doing the, we were doing the dwarf game the first half of the year, weren't we? I'm sure we were. Maybe a bit. Let me think, let me think. It's hard to remember actually. Yeah, I think I think I think our years kind of been split up into. Did I do Alien that this year? Is that this yes, year? That well, was. it must be longer than that because it's been six months since we played Pathfinder. Yeah, I, checked. I think. Well, I was going to say I think it's basically the years been split up into kind of quarters roughly. So we done whatever we done at the start of the year, and then we done a wee bit of the dwarf and. Some more other uh, bits and pieces, a wee bit of the dwarf. In fact, no, would that be right? It probably is, yeah. Maybe the year was split into fifths, um, going back to that or whatever it was. But basically, we've chopped and changed and we've done the dwarf campaign definitely twice. Two, two blocks, two blocks of, of it, it. Right, possibly three blocks. Um, yeah. But we've, we've kind of flipped and we've flopped more this year, whereas the year before, Although we did swap games out, it was kind of and we did less between, games maybe think. between two or three. And yeah. the periods of time that we done the dwarf game was a lot longer. So that was maybe rather than a three to six weeks, it was maybe kind of eight weeks being a short stint that year up to kind of 12 weeks I think I would say well there was a one shot was that not this year or end of last year was I think it was a one shot became nine or to 12 games or something I remember that Mm. Um, but yeah so we've actually had a good variety which I think in the past we've not really because we really started off Mm -hmm. playing D&D and we started with never none of us I don't think ever thought it would be a two two plus year campaign about dwarves and that Mm. but um, yeah I think there was one year we played probably exclusively that's probably COVID actually but we played just that but um, yeah this year we've had a lot we've had that I got to run Alien uh, Warhammer Wrath and Glory uh, we did the Nazi Bikers game actually mm-hmm. that was cool um, that's a Call of Cthulhu game in, in the Grindhouse collection uh, we've not oh we've not we've, we've not done Mark Borg have we I've done it maybe no right it's other no. people then um, but yeah I've got a chance to play Delta Green which is a oh, mm-hmm. love Delta Green I love the game that we played that's the one that I've spoke about before I think yeah, yeah. it's like it was. Oh, we played it for six weeks bloody awesome it was so good Um I can't. There's a, there's a lot. Trailer Cthulhu. We got to play some of that recently. 
Um, I've got to play Wrath and Glory for the yeah. first time um, this year as well because I've ran it, but I've not played it until That's recently. Interesting. I didn't realise you hadn't played it before. No, when we ran it, or when I ran it for you guys, I hadn't mm-hmm. touched it or played it yet, and it mm-hmm. wasn't until maybe maybe within the last three months I actually got to play it for the first time. I've been running it for a long time now, but I've not mm-hmm. played it, so I got to have a blast. Um, turned my role-playing game character into who was an ogre and turned him into a character in Dark Tide for those who play the Dark Tide game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got the same slab shield and grenade gauntlet and stuff. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, so we've got a cool amount of variety, which I've quite enjoyed because certainly with the other groups I've got, we, we've done the cycling between games and things and it, it's been a lot of fun to not just play different games, but have people run the same games, but their own way, their own stories and things. And it's been a blast. The other groups I've played with, we've done so much. Eight player games, twelve player games. That was the worst, actually. I think it went up to twelve players. I can't remember now. Although some mm. people dipped out quite quick. Um, so yeah, good variety this year. It's been cool. Um, I think mm-hmm. probably out of all of them, uh, yeah, it's just it's just been a good variety. Because that's something I've spoke about before on on the podcast is uh, actually getting variety and running different styles of games is actually pretty good because it gives you good, better ideas and maybe it diminishes some fears I've got about some of the games you might run mm-hmm. I've definitely stopped over prepping for games I barely have time to prep normally um, but uh, I've not worried about that anymore mm-hmm. I usually have the main story I know the material enough to be able to wing it if I need to Yeah. Um, and yeah just I think variety is great um, have you had mm-hmm. a particular game you've enjoyed? well Rather than one I've particularly enjoyed, I'll throw or disliked. <laughs> oh no, there's a list of them. No, really, uh, rather glory. <laughs> well, talk, you're fired. Talking, <laughs> talking about them, but my biggest surprise of this year, and probably it's the game I've enjoyed the most because I wasn't expecting to enjoy it, mm-hmm. was Warhammer. Thanks, so, yeah. Because I, I mean, so, yeah. it wasn't like. I mean, I knew that because I'd spoke to you before about yeah. it, and I'd said to Jamie, I've said this a thousand times, but I said to you about uh, you know if you don't if you don't aren't interested, you don't have to play it. I'm not, I won't mm-hmm. be offended if you want to just watch whatever. It doesn't matter because um, then if you despite want, the fact you just threatened to fire me about five minutes ago. Oh no, it's uh, I was I was just a jest, <laughs> um, but. Um, yeah, like because even if you decided mm-hmm. to watch the first one and maybe play, because I do this with guys on Friday nights. We've had a lot. We had our Friday night groups like doubled in size, I think, and mm-hmm. just this year alone. Um, but a lot of the time, there's people that come in and they're a bit nervous of playing because some guys do voices, some guys go nuts in the game, mm-hmm. and I get them to watch, and then they might join next time, and that's cool. Yeah. But you jumped straight in, and I didn't. I wasn't throwing you any bones either. Mm-hmm. I was trying to explain uh, people that know Warhammer know it's intense. There's a lot of lore. You could literally probably describe what's going on for half the night, and I really wanted to avoid that. So I tried to bring mm-hmm. stuff up as required. Um, I think I threw you in to do some prayer to the Omnisai. I just it doesn't even know what the Omnisai is, you know, at the time. And yep, uh, so it was, but it was a good Still game. Going. Still, I, I said it was ba- basically as a goddamn space but it's Jesus. Not. Yeah, I, it's not, but it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, it was a good game. All that the, was one of my funnest all games. The people I ran. getting triggered that are watching and listening to this, and I just. In the comments, I, I I know it, I know it, they're different, but it's it's mm. not worth doing a lore video. Go watch Bricky or something if you want to do that. Um, but yeah, I, that's probably one of the things I enjoyed because I love that game a lot. Though, um, it, yeah, I've ran it a lot. That's probably the game I've had the 
Mm-hmm. Mm. I'd say the games that I've enjoyed the most. I mean, to fair run them. I'm not trying to be biased, right? But <laughs> it's just it's just cause I like the games though, and it's, I've, mm-hmm. I've pl- maybe played them separately now, and I can still say it as a player. But Wrath and Glory is a blast. I've played that with family, and it's every game has been a riot. Every mm-hmm. single game. Uh, Alien. I've ran. I'm sure I've. We took a break. Me and the Friday night guys went for six months and we tied it off earlier this year. But I mean, we've played it and I've ran it for somebody else as well. Um, I love Alien, the Alien RPG, the Chariot of the Gods game, so much fun. Mm-hmm. So that Those two have probably been the most fun. And for ones that was maybe less campaign heavy, maybe one shots and stuff, I've loved Morkborg. I had a total blast with that. I've ran it several times this year. With different, like, several times, up to several times with a few different groups. So it's been a lot of games I've done of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time's been a blast as well. For like for one shots and the horrible stuff, Morkborg's been a riot. Cyborgs mm-hmm. and that has been good, but I've not ran that to the same same degree uh-huh. as Morkborg and Alien mm-hmm. and things. Um, but that's the stuff I've probably enjoyed the most. Um, mm-hmm. Just just a riot, really fun. Yeah, what about your biggest surprise of the year? Hmm. I can't, I wonder, I would probably, there, there's nothing that I've played that I was surprised I enjoyed, like, to be honest, I'm now, because of time and stuff, if there's a game I'm just simply not interested in, I'll just say, if it's our group, I'm, I will say things like, just go ahead, I'm not that bothered, I'll try anything pretty much, but just if, if I'm really not interested in it, I wouldn't bother. I would maybe say, not so much because of the story, but more so because I was happy just to try out something different with the D&D system. Was we, we, we played uh, it was some homebrewed rule system called uh, 5E, Freeform 5E, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it came out of the, the whole, was it OGL this year? Was that this year? That was this year, and that was... God, that's been a long time. Maybe, maybe a couple of months ago we finished, so we would have picked that up. Oh God, that maybe a couple of months before that. So it's only kind of four or five weeks. That yeah, one, I think, yeah, roughly. Um, but I, the OGL, I mean, it did shake things up a bit. It's good to see how I think Wizards of the Coast are. There, there is things getting done differently. I think it was overall a positive thing. Um, but one of the things I liked about it is as much as I like. Uh, 5e I, I don't find it the mo- for me the most engaging for combat particularly at higher mm-hmm. levels and we've spoke about this loads so I won't go into it but freeform 5e was nice to get the same sort of feeling and atmosphere of that game but just give it a well I mean combat was probably the same but leveling was done a lot differently and for somebody like me I actually think I preferred it quite a bit mm-hmm. Um it's actually for those who have no wrath and glory. You tend to get your XP points and you spend them getting stuff. Mm. Um, and free form five E's like if you want your stat boosts and your proficiencies and expertise, you're spending your XP for all of that. Mm-hmm. And basically, you buy what you want. If you've got enough XP for it, you can get that skill. If the long and short of it, there's caveats here and there, but that's mm-hmm. the long and short. Mm-hmm. And I like that because it let us build a character that we're actually interested in playing from the start, even if you're a bit limited. It still lets you do that, and I enjoyed that aspect about it. Um, it made combat a bit scarier too, because your hit points were not great. You don't get like your D twelve for barbarians. I think mm-hmm. you just buy a flat. Is it five HP increase or something? Yeah. yeah. So you, yeah. So you cash in the XP, and you're always going up in the same increments as everybody else when it comes to hit points and things. Um, yeah. Um, 
for anyone who is thinking about trying it, I um, I found it a bit kind of hit and miss for what I was wanting mm-hmm. to do. Because when we done it, we were the sort of sell point of the game was we were all wizards. Um, at a, <laughs> a wizarding college that had no basis in the realm of Harry Potter for any lawyers from Warner Bros or J.K. Rowling's mob uh, listening. Um, and that's basically the start point and how we went from there. And I found that, you know, as as a wizard, because that was kind of what we are basing the class on, I found that there wasn't a huge amount to take from the other classes to kind of add into it because... Mm-hmm. Just because of the way it was, whereas if you were, again, kind of basing it off a barbarian or fighter or whatever, I found just from having a quick read through that there was probably more flexibility with what you could take and borrow and bolt on. So just for anybody who's thinking about giving it a look, it's maybe a bit hit and miss depending on what you want to do. Yeah, it's worth it because it's not a big document. What I liked is we could make characters and get into it. And that's like Wrath and Glory. Weirdly, very different game, way more complicated. But it's actually it's got the same framework for it. It's like you want a character. If you want to be tier 3, you've got 300 XP. Now mm. go buy what you want. You can buy tier 1 and ascend them or get something mm. beefy at tier 3 like a Space Marine. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I like that because it means that you can cherry pick what you're after. Um, it, maybe there's you could argue there's less progression available and stuff and but I mean that to be fair the freeform 5e thing was done as far as I'm concerned in response to, to the OGL and basically wanting to like boycott 5e but still play 5e um, without reading the rules and stuff mm. um, and anyway I think it was a nice little it was a surprise because I thought for what it was worth like a shorter term game it was actually it worked reasonably well um, but I, I think as, as far as maybe introducing new people, like it might be a way to get them without bogging them into big core rule books and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just make them here's fifty XP and go and build it. It's very similar to Simbaroom actually. They do the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's fifty XP or something, and then you buy your stats. I think you roll them and you can you might be able to buy stat increases or they might be set. Yeah, you but can. your skills you 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 buy. Mm-hmm. It might be 20 XP for to mm. become an adept in symbology or something. Yeah, but. and again, point to note for anybody who's thinking about trying it, you need to buy literally everything in it. You get your starting HP and stuff like that, but after that, it's, do you want proficiency in armour? Go buy it. You know, do you want... You to cast an armour, I think, was one of them. You yep, to, you need you to buy that as well. That. And... Two cast you need to buy, and then the spells you need to buy, and then your spell slots you need to buy, and very very quickly that all starts to sort of add up, um, and possibly with some of the scale in it, maybe doesn't quite match five e because, like if you're picking whatever class, then you already get your armor proficiency and then you're, if you're a caster you've already got that and then you've already got your weapons proficiencies which you also need to buy and, and so on and so on. So you've got like a level one character in like standard 5e has probably got I don't know, double the amount of stuff in general that you would get from the freeform system. So again, just watch out for that if you think that you know it, you're going to have equivalents at the equivalent levels you're probably not um, and you probably need to be 
say smart picking that as a sort of phrase if you're gonna <clears throat> plan to kind of keep the character leveling up for a while yeah um, it's it's worth a look if you want a wee fresh take on D&D I quite mm-hmm. enjoyed it because uh, I won't I've not seen anything about the new rule set or 5.5 I can't remember what it's called now mm-hmm. um, but uh, anyway it was worth a wee go yeah. and uh, yeah if you're familiar with Simbaroom or Wrath and Glory it's a similar idea so yep as I, would, I would say that's the most surprising thing for me um, it's something that I quite enjoyed and I think mm-hmm. going into next year we've kind of touched on stuff you would like to do Next, I'm looking forward to playing more of your games because the couple that we've actually played I quite enjoyed. Um, so I started one of his games off as a little wimpy kind of was like, what was that game? It's like a wimpy priest's assistant or something in the Roman Empire. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. It wasn't even um, well after uh, post Romans so is medieval. Oh, yeah, that's right. Time yeah. period. Um, yeah, so that was kind of interesting the way you done that. I thought you were character wise you were gonna have <laughs> you're gonna have yourself up the kind of social hierarchy a bit more but you went no start right at the bottom yeah i really went yeah. down low man i just i'm, I'm not e- to... i'm not even the guy holding the ladder i'm the guy holding the dirt for the guy that's holding yeah. the ladder i wanted to just be like because usually not so much in our games but a lot mm-hmm. of other games i play it tends to be me pulling everything along or mm-hmm. whatever some of the online games i've been doing is like that um not our ones but one of the other ones and uh, I was like, ah, I think at that time as well, I'd just done a whole stint of basically, it was kind of like teeth pulling for some of the guys. And I love them to bits, but I went, nah, I, I just want to relax in some of the games. So when it came for us to play that game, mm. I was like, right, I'm just going to sit and just defer to everybody. I changed, I think by the end, I ended up just taking decisions and stuff because just I think there's just the way some things were happening I'm like right, I need to go do something mm-hmm. I was worried I think I was going to get killed I can't remember why I changed my mind a bit later on but it was good fun um, so there's maybe more of that or some of the yeah. other secret games you might have um, brewing away in the background so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to stuff like that and uh, I would say probably there's there's a couple other groups I've got that have never played Alien. I'm really looking forward to Alien mm-hmm. and actually going through the rest of the cinematic scenarios. Yeah. Uh, one called Destroyer of Worlds, which I think is a loosely connected part two, and Heart of Darkness, which is a loosely connected part three. I'd be surprised if they were hard linked because there is there is no way that you're they're hoping that you'll survive one of the not the first one anyway because you're kind of screwed whatever you're yeah. doing it yeah um, but again well without giving anything away you know it could be like part two is you know the events of part one are now historic fact and yeah, then that factors so. into whatever you're then doing with this new group of people and whatever new direction you go and stuff so yeah, yeah. and one thing actually that one of my family members got last week because um, I meant to send you guys a picture was they got the Walking Dead RPG also done by Free League which Alien's done by mm-hmm. um, and it's got a lot of the same DNA in it which is good they've changed how stress works I kind of wanted a bit more of the Alien stress over in there but it's a different game so fair enough mm. um, but I'm looking forward to things like that so definitely running some more Alien I've got Morkborg and stuff I'd love to do but that stuff I can easily fit that in in terms of more bigger commitments Alien I want to do like finishing the cinematic stuff and get the Walking Dead one going because that's all stuff I know the source material and I love the the source material so super excited for all of those so I guess I don't know if we'll it depends what we've actually got going on but mm-hmm. if we're cycling between games might be able to get one in a minute at least mm-hmm. um, so yep. we'll just have to wait and see yeah, yeah. I'd be 
very excited to do another alien. No, um, no John Wilson or whatever his name was, Jay yeah. Wilson or whatever, which was the corporate agent in Chariot of the Gods. Mm-hmm. Guy I was speaking to on one of the Monday night, he was chatting to the, one of my other groups. Uh, he played the same dude as well. He played uh, the corporal agent and used that mm-hmm. skill to get one of his pals eaten to bits, I think. Um, <laughs> it was brutal, man. He was talking about it a couple of days ago. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, um, I, would, yeah. I might actually, in terms of actual mechanically, I'll probably mm-hmm. want to try some PV, more PvP stuff. I think Alien does a good job at PvP without it being like insulting because some people get upset at it. Yeah, and again, like for anybody who's out there and listening, again, we've done our PvP episode where we talk about a couple of things that happened in more detail. Don't want to reopen that wound. Um but anyway, but with Alien, the good thing about it is that if the, the GM is sat and explained it properly, then everybody who turns up knows that at some point it could turn into every man for themselves. And then as well as that, each of you have got your own agendas that you're all going to work awesome. to. That's so so it's, it's set up that before you go in you know the, the group of <laughs> the team that you're turning up with they're, you're not necessarily going to still be your team by the end of it so as long as everybody knows that at the start of it and as long as everybody's taking it in that spirit then the way it's set up I think is really good because it's not like you know like from the start when you get your agenda it's not like kill the player sitting to your left you know it's nothing as extreme and as dramatic as that well, it depends but over really time have. but over time it starts to maybe accelerate towards that depending on how the situation pans out it's it's, it's so good and it's one of these things it's one of the examples in mm-hmm. my opinion that it's like the variety doing variety of games is good because it changed how I do some of the backstory mm-hmm. stuff with mm-hmm. some, like just even D&D games I'm doing I'll ask people like what what does like I know you can do this in any game, but it's just mm-hmm. it reaffirmed and reminded me to do it. Yeah, some I mean games. it's it's the thing that like, you and I might talk about that and go, yeah, it's a good idea, or whatever. But when it's actually physically written down and you need to sit and read through it, and somebody's got it kind of point by point, what you're supposed to do, it's it's bizarre how something like that can make it kind of sink in a lot better than a conversation or like your memory if you were at a game and somebody done that with you it's amazing how easy it is for that to disappear versus a bit of paper that you sit and you work your way through or weirdly like the kind of psychological thing of that you know that it's something that's been published so Mm -hmm. you instantly treat it with like (laughs) I've spent money on this yeah Yeah. this must be true and if it's not true I don't care I'm going to make it work anyway (laughs) but this is the thing a lot of games if you do pre-gens will give you nice little back stuff you know backstory stuff or little like the Nazi Bikers game Mm -hmm. Nazi Bikers Must Die it's called there's a guy that's into cryptids and stuff and the guy that played Mm -hmm. it in our group was a riot with him but most of these characters don't tend to have a little like and selfish doesn't necessarily mean you're going to screw over your buds, but mm. it might be that you know the the agendas are specific, like story specific as well as kind of selfish or character. They, they kind of represent your character a bit, but they're specific to the story, and they change throughout the story through each act. So it, it gives a lot for people who have never played role playing games who mm-hmm. I ran it for. 
it gave them a lot of juice to actually do the role play and it mm. made that a lot easier for them because mm. it had story specific guidelines and it also suggested like you know the, mm. you don't like the pilot and stuff so yeah. you, you want to go get drugs i think the pilot wants to, they're a drug addict so it's like at whatever cost you've got to find you know whatever the equivalent of you know your space coke is or something and mm. um, so it, it helped them. it's awesome really recommend it um but yeah, so that's the things that I'm looking forward to. Um, and I think, I thought it'd be fun, maybe before I do the my resolutions for next year, I think just generally, um, probably if you've been listening um, for a wee while, probably the format's changed quite a bit since then. So it's just more a heads up that in the next year we might see some of that coming in, maybe different mm. types of episodes. Uh, we've tried to bring them down a bit shorter, just just so it's not as much of a commitment to maybe listening and things. I certainly mm-hmm. these days get, if I see a two-hour episode or something, I'm going, oh, God, all films are like three hours now. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I don't have this sort of time anymore. Um, but So you might just see some of that going forward. It's just worth mm-hmm. mentioning in the New Year's episode. But we like the format we've got, but we'll maybe be doing some new things with it as well. So mm-hmm. we won't mention anything yet. But Because yeah, there's stuff I think we mentioned last year that we didn't do. Um, but that's fine. Mm. We can look at it later. There's a couple of things. Maybe done a quarter of it, half of it. Uh, um, <laughs> so, something like that. So, yeah. but there's things that we've got we're thinking yeah. about. So, just worth mentioning it. Um, hmm. But yes, yeah, so I think we want to tie this off. And maybe yourselves at home uh, could let us know what you're, you're, you'll be doing for this too. But I wondered about asking you, Bruce, before we finish for the New Year's, is. If you get a new new games, a new year's resolution for your games uh, that you would like, so this year there's something you want to address in your gaming habits, whether it is a GMing based thing, or maybe you want to do more GMing and you wish you'd done more and you're going to make an effort to do that, or maybe as a player you've went, oh, I don't know, I'm a bit like, see when I do PvP. None of this is actually mm. like tinted with anything. Just, just any sort of things, any habits you'd like no, to adjust. No matter what you think, no matter what I think, none of this. Yeah, but well, <laughs> well, to be fair, you've not ran any games, so I can't judge you in your games uh, this year. I did um, actually. Wait, is that no, not many? All oh, right, many. many. I thought you said um, any, and I was like, not well, many. My yes, bad. you did. Um, so you're safe for now until you mm. run. Maybe next year I'll have a review of the games you've done. <laughs> My annual game. Um. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, have you got anything? I mean, might not. I do. But mm. what, what have you got? Well, again, earlier on, um, running some more games this year. Oh, yeah. Aye, yeah. So that, that's my main one. That's my big one. And <clears throat> I kind of sidestep from, like, the sort of standard RPG stuff I've, again, kind of talked to you earlier on. I have not done any proper gaming for literally like 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start doing a little bit more of that. And as a sort of side shoot from that, I'd like to grab the Dark Alliance mm-hmm. that's been redone and then need to talk to you about this and try and grab an emulator or something for mm-hmm. the original Dark Alliance games because mm-hmm. I've not played them in ages and I don't have any copies of them for my older stuff. And from that as well, just kind of see what sort of console computer RPG stuff's kicking about and things because I've literally not done anything. Never played Skyrim as well for mm-hmm. anybody who cares. You can upset some people yeah. with that. I don't know they'll re-release it about four more times maybe by the time you play it. Because mm-hmm. um, that's 11 years old I think now. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I think for me it's more, I think to be honest, I would like 
I don't, I'm not wanting to fully, well, I suppose it's a resolution, so I should. Um, I, I have quite openly, I've spoke to people separate mm-hmm. um, to like us in, in our group and things, but how little I, I have time to prep games normally. Because normally I just don't have the time. Um, when we did Warhammer, I mm-hmm. tried, because that was another game, Warhammer was like delayed way longer. It was supposed to start sooner than I think I said, finish your one shot to somebody, and then it went mm-hmm. on for several weeks. And it meant, the whole idea was, I was like, do that, because I'm thinking I'm running this same mm-hmm. game for a different group. So I'm like, if you do your one shot, I can line up both our games in the week mm-hmm. and stuff. And that means I could invest the time into prep and stuff. But it just got to a point where I couldn't line games up and stuff. But I would like to try and dedicate more time to game prep. And it's more so for one of the big, long campaigns I'm running because it's very unwieldy. There's like eight players at any one to mm-hmm. potentially mm-hmm. up to. I mean, there's been up to 12, but on average, you know, the most, well, Six to eight, roughly, I think. Yeah, that's been like saying, the yeah. general. It's usually, usually, ideally, we're looking around six, but usually there's seven or eight people joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to be able to, I think as a GM, it's almost like the GM bookkeeping. I'd like to do a bit of that. I don't like sitting and spending loads of time prepping because I, I, I feel like it's a bit of a lost cause Kills sometimes. The passion, it? Yeah, and then they don't, they don't do it anyway. Players mm-hmm. barely touch their stuff, in my experience. But I would like to be able to... I don't know, I, I I just hear so many people, maybe it's a bit kind of romanticising it or whatever, but people have all this stuff to do for their players and things, and I'm not going to sit and do you know, design 40 battle maps myself or anything silly, but I'd like to be able to just put a bit more TLC into some of the games, I actually try and work in some game prep, which might require dropping the amount of games I do a week, we'll have to see. Um, but that's my big thing I'd like to do, because I still do a lot of games a week, even though I have reduced them a bit. Um but I still find it difficult to put get some prep time in to just make it a bit more unique. I think most games I've been doing have been good fun, but I'd like to do a bit more. So that's, mm-hmm. that's it, especially for the long-running D&D campaign I've got. I'd love mm-hmm. to just, there's a lot of ideas the guys have that are great and I've had no time to explore it. So I'd like to take care of my players a bit more and maybe they'll take care of me because they are absolutely ruining me every Friday night. They just decimate me. They don't care about stuff. They're killing me. They're beating me and it sucks. Maybe they'll care if I put an effort into their character. So, yeah, um, that's kind of my resolution to put more TLC into game prep for the players' sake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say that's about it. Interesting, interesting, because it's not, it's not naturally something that you do. I know what yeah. we've talked about, yeah. and again, it's not something that naturally I want to do. But it's the main reason that I always delay games because I go, I've not done enough for it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting that you've said that. Yeah, it's because I've spoke to a couple of people and they're like, oh, I can't believe it. I need to do X amount of prep. Some, somebody said they need two months to do a campaign prep. I went, oh, come on, guy. You don't need to do that. Um, but I'm just curious because I keep talking about it mm-hmm. on here as well. I don't do tons of prep. I actually don't think it's necessary for me to do a lot of prep. Mm-hmm. I think with things like talking about alien and agendas where it's very personal to that yeah. character, rather than it be formal game prep, it's more about in finding out more about your characters and stuff and just mm-hmm. making it maybe more more of a player buy-in to it. I, I'm not sure what that actually means yet, but it's not going to mean I'm going to do two hours of prep for a game. It's not happening. But mm-hmm. um, it might just mean I'm doing an extra few minutes or taking a portion of my limited time to focus in rather than the story, the players and... Mm-hmm. just before the game and see how it goes might mean I need to prep less material actually which would be good um, we'll see mm-hmm. um, so that's it that's mine 
So I think uh, that's really it for this episode. Just wanted to do a very short New Year's one just to let you know some of the stuff we've been up to, some of the stuff we would like to do. Um, just a very small update on the channel itself. But uh, yeah, hopefully something in here sparks off a bit of creativity for maybe a game you'd like to try. I definitely recommend Alien Pros. It wasn't a scary game. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we just hope mm. that you had something that came out of this that was interesting. And I think that's really it from us. So I'll just hand it over to you for the social. Yeah, pretty much. So again, thanks if you've been around for the whole year or part of the year or if this is the first time seeing us and you're still here at the very end um, and if you want to answer the question that we had at the start which is you know what have you been up to over the last year what have you been playing then you can do that if you're on YouTube the comments underneath there's normally a question via Spotify that you can fire that in there's Facebook there's X think I've finally remembered to not say Twitter anymore, but we'll see probably, how that but, lasts. Yeah, but this But episodes, by the time this gets released, it could revert back to Twitter. Well, we'll see. I mean, there's episodes we've done that won't come out for a wee while, and we say formally, but by that point, people won't even remember it was no. called Twitter if it was not changed. <laughs> it only just occurred to me today, it made me laugh thinking about it. Yeah, anyway. yeah, that's true. Um, so, X slash Twitter, um, that's the... That's our New Year's resolution, yeah, Scott X. Stop <laughs> saying Twitter, yeah. Because I keep going on Twitter, I get pulled off at work for that. Uh, part me kind of like saying Twitter just to see how many people flip out over it and stuff and you know see if I get blocked off of Elon or whatever um, But so that's there, there's Instagram there as well, there's Discord so you can click on that as well and yeah so other than that just if you fire us a comment or you know something along those lines like subscribe, turn notifications on and all that stuff and uh, see you in 2024 hopefully yes uh, well cool again that's it from us and thanks once again for listening to us either from YouTube or Spotify or wherever thanks for listening and or watching it's bye from me and happy new year and bye and happy new year mm-hmm.